Hello. So I asked Sam if he could join me for this 10-minute podcast because I've been feeling overwhelmed. I haven't been particularly feeling creative or wanting to make stuff. And we just got back from a trip where Sam was making a bunch of nice things and I was like struggling to even sit down and draw. Like whenever I did anything, I was just like, nope, this doesn't feel creative and I don't feel motivated to do anything. So I wanted to talk about motivation with you because you are always super motivated and doing things. And so I was going to ask you how you do that. (laughs) You do that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Staying motivated. I don't really know. It comes in fits and bursts for me. When I do sit down and start working on something, I tend to kind of binge on that energy. And, you know, where I'll sit down and edit like two full weddings in one day or something like that, where I'll go like two weeks without working on any weddings at all. But I think in general, the most consistent thing I find that really sparks that kickoff, you know, like just like gets me started is actually not being in a consistently comfortable space. So that's why when I travel, like being in an airplane maybe, or just being in an crappy or even a nice uh, new hotel room stuff being in a different physical space for me tends to kick that process of work off a lot which is i think opposite what a lot of people try and do um which is have like this is my workspace this is my non-workspace and if they're in their workspace they always try and do work i don't really do that at all (laughs) um the, uh, yeah. So I don't know, um, if that helps, but it no, tends to be, that makes sense. Uh, the, the novelty of something new is the thing that gets you like being out of a structure and out of a routine. I can, I can take this part out if you want, but, um, how much do you think has to do with like ADHD and how your brain works? <laughs> it's just different. If you don't uh, want to talk about that, we don't it. have to. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've always had ADHD, so I don't really know how I don't know any other perspective other <laughs> than what, what my brain has experienced. So it's tough to say, but you know, I do tend to constantly struggle with the consequences of that procrastination. I mean, I was, it was the same when I was in school, I would wait until the last day to write a paper and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not necessarily waiting until the last minute before things are due, but I still condense all of what I'm working on into a really short period of time. But that means the free time that I have between those bursts, uh, I tend to feel probably not as good about work as I should be because I have the weight of what I know I need to get done on me. So that's a problem. That's something that is tough to balance. I really only feel relief from work, you know, around February, uh, when just, you know, I've wrapped everything up finally and haven't had anything new to work on. So, you know, that's a problem. I'm not saying what I do is the healthiest thing in the world, but yeah. No, I think I think it's interesting. I know one thing that I only know from like our experiences traveling together that like it's uh, it's illuminated the the type of motivation I need is like I need to have all the other things done before I can work on stuff. Like I procrastinate with a bunch of other stuff before I can get anything done. Like I can't work at the dishes are dirty or whatever. And also whenever I'm traveling, if I'm not like quite right, if my pencil's not in the right place, if I'm not in my ideal situation, then I'm like, I'm not able to do anything. And traveling for me, isn't a situation that causes creativity because I'm like all of the distractions take me out of that mood, but I feel like it helps you focus in. And I'm wondering if that's just like 
how your brain works or if there's like some conscious behavioral thing that happens. I think that's just, no, I think that's just how it works. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I think that's fair. No, I don't think it's a behavioral thing. Uh, Yeah. I I don't know, but I've also tried to become really forgiving of myself in terms of like when I do fall behind on the administrative stuff, like emails or getting back in any way uh, in a timely fashion. Sometimes I just try and tell myself that it's, it's okay. I'm just one person. And you know, I don't always need to reply to everybody within 24 hours, even though that's sort of my goal. Um, but I will say just as far as, you know, outside of editing and all that, keeping as efficient a workflow as humanly possible, removing all those small little points of friction in whatever you do, especially things that you don't, you know, you don't like doing is really key to staying motivated. Because if you have that one little thing, that's always like out of place that you have to adjust for whatever it is, that's just going to collect with all the other little things that are probably also building up and it's going to create resistance and barriers to you just sitting down and starting and like just getting it done. And so that's one thing I'm really, really, really good at is I have incredibly efficient workflows that remove a lot of those little points of micro friction. One thing I'm recently really glad that you've embraced is, is what I use for email, which is superhuman, which is particularly good at kind of removing a lot. It's hard to even explain or articulate until somebody sits down and like starts to use it for a week or so. Uh, there's no one feature where you're like, yeah, this is why you use it. It's just the entire experience of how they approach email uh, really helps for certain brains. I'm sure it's not perfect for everybody, but I'm glad that you are yeah. having <laughs> success with it. Absolutely. So I like now that you're saying it, I'm thinking back to a couple of things that like I you're always really frustrated on my phone because I have a couple of things that just annoy you about the the layout or yeah, timers that I have. Randomly <laughs> yeah, it just randomly and for no rhyme or reason will just turn itself off. It's like what? Uh, my phone is set to turn off every four minutes whenever I open Instagram. So I'm, I'm thinking about a couple things specifically that I know of in your workflow besides emails, but like you don't deliver USBs, which is the thing that you took out because you're mm-hmm. like, I just don't want to do it. You don't design albums for your clients. You don't yeah, do family sessions. Mm-hmm. You, you don't include engagement sessions. I do in one package. Oh, do you? I, I like and do engagement sessions. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do try and get rid of all the extra little things like having to mail something in the mail physically is a pain unless it can be drop shipped directly to the client client, like a, like an album. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, all those little tasks are problematic. If you, you know, I, and I've played with everything. I've, there was certain, there was a service that was popular for wedding photographers for a little while that would, uh, like send gifts, like like physical little like gifts to your clients. And I've tried that and half my clients, like I would be shooting at the engagement session and be like, Hey, did you ever get my like little trinket with your names on it or something. And they were like, Oh yeah. You know, it's not something they, I think the vast majority of people are ever going to care about. Certain people do want to have like physical goods as part of their experience, but it adds so much to the process. Like just having to print the address out and do stuff like that. Just, it adds so much time anytime you have to do something physical. So USB keys and CD drives and all that were a quick one for me to cut. Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, clients, I think prefer having them the web link anyway. But. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's a time of day that you feel particularly motivated? There's a dog. Oh, definitely in the morning. Popcorn's going to be yeah. mad. Oh, no. There's a dog walking. Yeah, definitely in the morning, I would say. Really? Um, in the first few hours. Yeah. If I don't start doing stuff in the first couple hours of being awake, not that I wake up super energized, <laughs> I start kind of draggy. But if I do start 
kind of rolling into work right away, it tends to be a more productive day than if I kind of take it easy and start watching something, then it tends to be like that all day long. Yeah. Kind of more relaxed. Is that something Mm -hmm. that you, do you set alarms? Like, is it like knowing that? Okay. (laughs) So it's just like, if you happen to wake up early and you happen to start working. So there's no like rhyme or reason to it. I have no alarms, no to-do lists. I have no to-do lists. I have nothing. I I do have like notes using the notes app of random stuff that I want to try and maybe remember, but I have zero systems in place for remembering that my, that my system for like remembering when a wedding is due is just by having Lightroom open and looking at the dated folders and right around when it's been about a month, I'm like, okay, I should probably start working on this. <laughs> that is like my to do. Um, and then when I'm done with that wedding, I drag it to my delivered folder mm-hmm. and I no longer have that date uh, as a reference. So yeah, everything, that's my only real system of like to do for client work. I just, I, uh, is, I think know. it's so interesting because I do think that like, and you, you know that I read a lot of productivity books and so much of them are about building systems and about having routine, creating structure, having a like blueprint for your business so that somebody else could possibly like come in and take over if they needed to, because everything is sort of so clearly laid out and you are such a productive person. I feel like that's, that's the thing that like when I, when I talk to people about, they're like, oh, it seems, seems really busy. It seems like he's doing everything. I was like, yep. He is <laughs> like, he's doing a lot all the time. It doesn't seem like something that's like laid out. So it just seems like it's just something inside of you. Like you just have to like have it to, to yeah. go. Well, I like what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I, I genuinely enjoy most of, you know, the whole, every process really, other than, you know, client meetings. I don't like those only because they do require a scheduled time to mm-hmm. sit down and have on your calendar. And I hate that, uh, because everything kind of has to orbit that whatever day it is, whatever time it is, everything kind of has to plus or minus an hour orbit around that time. And it's really disruptive <laughs> in my free flowing sort of approach to everything else that I do in my work. At the end of the day, I really like working in photography and looking at my photos and working on new presets or edits or just new concepts and ideas. And, and then, yeah, hitting the big delivery button for clients is super fun. So yeah, I just enjoy it. And so I enjoy talking about it and it makes it easy. I think, I think it makes a lot of sense for the amount of experimentation that you do, knowing that novelty is so important for like getting your brain to work, (laughs) for getting your brain sort of moving. It makes sense that novelty would be a big part of the way that you shoot because it's also like how you answer emails. It's how you edit. It's how you get yourself to like start doing work stuff is by being in a new place, experiencing something new. So it makes sense that you would be like more experimental. I just wanted to ask you some questions because I feel like your brain works different. <laughs> I feel like cool. it's interesting because like, it's something that I've talked about in podcasts before, but I'm like an underfunctioner. Like whenever I get into a situation where like a lot of stuff's happening and I'm like really stressed out, stuff is really new. I have to like back into a rhythm before I start feeling comfortable. And so that's why for me, whenever I'm shooting, um, what I need to get creativity going is for me to have like a list of shots that I can get that are like safety shots that I go to. But I feel like you're like, what's this weird object sitting on this hotel room shelf? I'm going to pick it up and take a picture through it. And that's the thing that gets Mm -hmm. your brain working. So it's really interesting that our brains work very, very different. And then yours, like, it makes sense why creativity would be such a big part of what you do because novelty is really important for getting your little hamster wheel moving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thanks so much for thanks coming for having on. Me. I, uh, Sam is 
taking a trip today. I'm about to go shoot a wedding. So I just wanted to, to ask him some questions about how his brain works because we work different and I thought it would be interesting. But thanks for coming on, Sam. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. See you in a few days. What? Bye. You're in the next room. Bye. <laughs> Bye.